0: Hello and welcome to the Rise Empire podcast. I'm your host, Joe Phoenix. I'm a master mindset and manifestation coach, kundalini yogi, and your new spiritual bestie, helping you reclaim your sovereignty and tap into your full potential so you can live your most tuned in and turned on life. Here, we'll talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for all the juicy conversations, inspiration, tips, tricks, and motivation to get your week started right. Let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the podcast. Typically, when I sit down to record a podcast, I have sort of an outline or talking points that I want to hit for each podcast but this one is just gonna be a little bit different because I just kind of want to riff on this subject. It's a big one, and most people have no idea that it's something that they should even be aware of. So my question to you for this episode is, is this, is your belief about success keeping you from reaching it? Let me say that again. Is your belief, is what you believe About success keeping you from being successful. So, let me break down the question just a little bit so that you know why I'm asking it. Okay. When you have a belief about something, your subconscious mind is going to go out of its way to prove you right. Your subconscious mind will never, ever, ever, ever make you a liar. It's going to seek out information in your physical reality to prove whatever you believe to be true. It loves to serve and it's like a heat-seeking missile. It will never make you wrong. Talk about a confirmation bias. And that's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's designed to do. Now, the thing is, typically when you think about something, you have a picture or an internal representation in your mind. Now, some of us aren't visual. I'm not a visual person. I'm a very kinesthetic person, which means I feel things. So I'm highly sensitive to touch. I am highly sensitive to the energy. I can feel the energy around me. I can pick up on people's emotions. And a lot of times I'm like, oh, is this my emotion or is it somebody else's? If I'm feeling something that doesn't quite go with my situation, it's typically somebody else's feeling that I'm feeling. And learning how to differentiate between the two was a very big thing for me. But that was a little tangent. Back on track. So I'm not a visual person. I'm a kinesthetic person. You could be an auditory person where you hear things like you're able to hear people's voices in your head. Like if you're reading their text messages, you can you read it in their voice or you hear music. You're just more of a, an auditory person. You tend to say things like, oh, I hear you or I hear what you're saying, whereas a visual person would be like, oh, I see what you're saying or I can see that. And then there's also auditory digital, which is more like self-talk. They can be more like, oh, I get that. I get what you're saying. So we have auditory, visual, kinesthetic, auditory digital. Depending on which one of those is your primary VKA will determine a little bit more about how you picture things in your mind. But for the sake of this exercise, I want you to close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so. And just make note of what comes up for you when I say success. If someone is successful, what image pops up for you? Regardless of what sensory dominance you have, typically when you are processing information, you have an internal representation that is predominantly visual for most people. That doesn't happen for me. I'm not very good at visualizing things. But I can tell you, That I do have a picture, even though it's not always easy for me to see, if at all, I can tell you where it's located, how bright or dim it is, how fuzzy, or like I can tell you all of the qualities just because I know what they are internally. So what I want you to do is close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so. And when I say successful, a person is successful, what type of image pops up for you? What's in that image? Is it a man or a woman? Are they well-dressed or wearing regular clothes? Are they miserable or are they happy? Do they get to spend time with their kids or their family or are they always working? Really get into what's happening in the picture. And this is the first picture that comes to mind, just whatever comes to mind when I say someone is successful, a successful person, what comes to mind? And when you have that picture and you've kind of dissected it a little bit, And figured out what's going on in that picture come back into now and let's discuss it okay for me when i used to think about a successful person it was a man in business casual who was always on his phone no matter where they were he never got time to truly spend with his family he was always working even if they were at dinner He was picking up his phone and making business phone calls and his kids were just like, I wish that we could have more time with you. That was my version. That was my internal representation of a successful person. Do you think that I would want that for myself? Absolutely not. And because it went against my values of being with my kids, of having time for myself, of being happy. And enjoying life, my subconscious mind was like, fuck that. We're not doing that. It is not safe for you to be successful. So I had to flip that on its head and create a new internal representation for a successful person. And that new internal representation involved me, myself, being well dressed, but also being able to wear. Gym shorts and a t shirt that involved me being able to have time with my family and do the things that I love to do and nurture and care for myself while also crushing it in my job. So, this is just one example of how your beliefs can hold you back because your subconscious mind thinks that it's not safe for you to have success if it means that you're sacrificing X, Y, and Z. It's not safe for you to have a whole lot of money because that means you're going to become a terrible person, right? There's so many different beliefs that are hanging out in your subconscious mind, and the majority of them are formed before the age of seven. Before the age of seven, we're a walking subconscious mind. We're soaking in everything as truth, and we're taking it all at face value. We haven't learned how to judge situations or how to pick up on special circumstances, all we're doing is taking everything in and forming beliefs based on our experiences, based on our parents' beliefs and actions around things. So when we dive in to subconscious work, when we're changing these beliefs, we'll find that the majority of them are formed before the age of seven or even before that. Past life or generational, science is finding in epigenetics that we contain the DNA from as far as like 16 or 18 generations back. We contain genetic material from our mom, who has genetic material from her mom and her father, who both have genetic material from their parents, who have genetic material from their parents. And science is also finding that cells hold memory and that water holds memory. So when we're doing these techniques to change your beliefs and you're like, oh, I feel like this is a generational belief from so many generations back, your subconscious mind knows 100% because your body and your cells are a part of your subconscious mind. So when we're accessing these memories, logically, they don't always make sense. And like I explained in the Breakthrough Day episode that I did, I had a generational belief that money was going to make me a terrible person. What came to me when I was doing this technique with my coach was that it was like three or four generations back. The family had suddenly come into a large sum of money or land or something and suddenly were very wealthy. And this father figure, this patriarch figure, turned into a complete and total asshole, like an awful, awful person. The belief that was formed was that money makes you mean. Money makes you terrible. Shortly after his death, all of that land that they had come into, my family owned a large portion of Darlington, South Carolina at one point, like three or four generations back. After he had passed, the kids split up the land and sold it off. Like they didn't want anything to do with it anymore. I had asked my mom about this situation Right after my session, and I was like, "How many generations back was it? Was it like three or four? And she was like, "I think so." Why? And so I told her, and she was like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." But the thing is, if we keep these beliefs in our subconscious mind, if we are not the ones to change it, our children are going to have the same kinds of beliefs, and it's just going to be rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, every single generation. So it's really up to us to be the change, to break that link so that we can create a new future or a new story, a new timeline, whatever you wanna call it, a new life so that we are no longer repeating the same patterns as our parents and so that our kids don't have to repeat and be stuck in the same patterns of poverty if we were in poverty, of relationships, You know how they say women always date men who are like their dads? I was one of them, and I didn't like it, so I changed it. And now I'm married to somebody so far vastly different from my father, and it's truly incredible. But that just goes to show the power of changing these beliefs. And you can do that through many different modalities. You can do it through affirmations. If you're doing your affirmations correctly, and I can do a whole podcast episode on that, you can do it through subconscious techniques like hypnosis, time techniques, neural energetic encoding and wiring. You can do it through emotional freedom techniques, tapping. You can do it through breath work. There's so many different modalities and no one modality is the end all be all for everything because one modality might work for Susie, but it might not work for you. And on the same token, one modality may work for you fabulously right now, but in six months from now, it's no longer as potent. So you need something new. And that's part of the reason why I went with a certification that certified in five different modalities. And I have since gotten another certification in Kundalini Yoga because... I know the importance of having multiple tools to choose from in order to get you the best results possible. So what do you do if you've found that your belief about success is not what you want success to be? What do you do if you find out that your subconscious mind is like, oh, hell no, we are gonna do everything that we can to keep you from being successful because your version of success goes against all of your values. What do you do then? Well, you can create a new story, a new version of success for yourself, and you can visualize that version of success every day, at least once a day for the next month or so and see how it changes. Or You can get with me on social media and we can talk about what it is that you need and we can book a session and get it done in five minutes. Either way, if your version of success right now is not conducive to where you want to be, if it is holding you back, we need to change it. So reach out to me and we can talk about your next best steps if it's something that you feel like you want to do or need to do on your own. I can give you tips and pointers for that if you are wanting to get it done lickety-split and really start stepping into that new successful version. We can also talk about that. So I'm excited to hear from you. And I've also got a beautiful free three-day challenge. That was almost a tongue twister. Free three-day challenge called Grant Your Own Wishes. It will be hosted in a pop-up Facebook group I'll leave the link down below so that you can sign up for it. It's going to take place June 5th, 6th, and 7th at noon each day, but there will be a recording so that you can watch the replay whenever you get a chance. In this challenge, we will be going deep into the new paradigm of manifestation because manifestation is not just about the neat little tools and rituals like the 5x55 method or the three six nine method, or the two cup method, it goes much deeper than that. And I think people are finally starting to realize that just having the tools and doing the rituals once is not going to cut it. So we're going deep into the new paradigm of manifestation. We're getting really clear on the way that you want your life to look. We're getting really clear on the way that we store information and how your beliefs are shaping your reality, and how we can start changing that. And we're going to also get real deep into embodiment work, and how you can start embodying this next level version of yourself without feeling like a complete fraud or imposter as you're stepping into this next level identity. So that will be, like I said, on June 5th, 6th, and 7th in a private Facebook group you'll have a workbook. There will be daily prizes and giveaways. You won't want to miss this. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for you to register. And I hope to see you there. That is it for this episode. Like I said, send me an email, find me on social. If you have any questions about anything that I covered during this episode, and I will personally respond to you. So I will see you next week.